0: Your beauty is our duty. Organissimo. Welcome again to the iHealth Channel and iHealth Radio. And um, today's again, another innovate show we're doing nearly Hurricane H here. Uh, and of course, every uh, scheduled uh, show we have a guest. And uh, today we have Monique Aitimudia, right? That's There's right. It. All right, I got that one right. Good, good, good. So, so, and uh, the, the, the conversation today will go about um, a topic that affects pretty much all industries and ultimately in the healthcare we are always promoting things and uh, there's always you know a way of promoting your stuff and there are different means and channels and, and, and ways that you can do that and of, of course the world that we live in in the last couple of decades has leaned towards digital marketing and you know it's happening online it's happening in the digital cyber world type right and so so today we have monique and monique is actually with Uh, Dragon Digital Marketing, uh, all the way from St. Petersburg in Florida, and she'll be talking to us a little bit about the uh, digital marketing world and how it it relates, how it connects, how it it, it benefits, uh, and how can it be effectively utilized in our uh, business world and various industries, and obviously every type of industry might have a different spin on things, you know, and obviously uh, we're going to talk about that today and see uh, what we can learn, and we'll basically have some questions and answers here, and, you know, maybe we'll talk about some pros and cons and, you know, how it all works, and um, that's about it. So uh, let's uh, get started. So Monique, uh, first of all, uh, introduce, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your company, and then we'll go from there.
1: Hi, everybody. I'm Monique Adimudia. Um, Dragon Digital Marketing is my digital marketing agency. And we help small businesses to build an online presence with digital marketing. And we focus on inbound digital marketing strategies that help you grow organically through content marketing that you then share across various channels to build an online presence and aim to be omnipresent everywhere.
0: So online presence. That is the, 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 the place where it's happening right now. I mean, everybody. There's influencers. There is all kind of, uh, you know, stuff. It's all hyped up, all right. And uh, so why is that? I mean, you know, there's traditional marketing, which uh, you know, it's like it somehow it's it's you know it's losing its its position in, in the industry world and and how it is uh, you know always. Uh, uh, it used to be the way to go and, you know, whether it be billboards, media, you know, classifies, and, you know, different things, paper, print, uh, radio, all that stuff. But now we get a little bit more on, on everything that is a digital platform. So let's talk about all those mediums. Like, you know, what are they and uh, how they, they typically, uh, I guess, weigh out against the traditional media?
1: Yes, that's right. So the Internet just affects more and more areas of our daily lives. And people are spending a lot of time online, and they're spending a lot of time on social media, uh, on YouTube, watching videos, on blogs, reading articles. They're getting their news online from Google. They're searching for things, Uh, search engines a lot, and people shop online. So a lot of things have just shifted from offline to online in recent years. And especially now ever since COVID happened, um, a lot of things shifted even more towards online. So marketing your business online is just becoming super important almost to the point where you can't even have a 100% offline traditionally run business anymore nowadays. You need some part of digital component to also reach your audience and your customers online and meet them where they are which is on the internet a lot of people use mobile devices as well so we're almost, always uh connected and available and that's a great opportunity for businesses to use those digital technologies and stay front of mind and market their business
0: with the help of those digital technologies right. so so what are the digital uh types of marketing you know opportunities out there Yes, I mean, uh, the platforms, but there's also ways to, to utilize the platforms correctly or. Yeah. I
1: so there are search engines, for example, and there's search engine marketing, which is marketing on search engines. You can do that organically through search engine optimization or SEO. Or run paid ads through Google Ads. Uh, there's social media marketing, which is marketing your business on various social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, uh, Snapchat, um, Twitch. So many doing TikTok now, <laughs> right? TikTok now. <laughs> so
0: yeah,
1: many up. social media platforms that are becoming more and more popular, and people are spending more and more time on those platforms. And then there's content marketing, which is like podcasting, what you do and blogging and writing content, uh, publishing videos, just creating content, designing graphics, this content too, that you put out there and distribute across different channels. Then we have email marketing, which is sending out emails to your subscribers if you have an email list and you can sell through your email list. You can also provide valuable resources and tips to your email list and just stay in touch and have that connection, build that relationship, engage in conversation, ask questions, get feedback, get validation through email. There's a lot of things that you can do there. Then there's marketing automation, which is uh, basically employing software to handle repetitive tasks or yeah processes that software can handle just faster, more efficiently and more reliably than a person could for you. Uh, There's marketing analytics, which is like, yeah, it's a science of itself. Um, It's basically leveraging and understanding all of the digital metrics that are out there and um, attributing the success like the conversion rates, for example, of, of different channels and mapping that to the success of your business um, there's online PR, which is another digital marketing channel. So if you're if you're doing outstanding in your business and you make the news and you get mentioned online by the press, or you're, for example, a public speaker, or you're being interviewed on a podcast, like I'm interviewed by you right now. So that would be.
0: We're well, we in a dialogue. <laughs> right. So so that's a lot. I mean, there were a, of- a whole list of things that, you know, it's hard to actually even uh, just capture them, you know, once you'll have to have a list. It's a menu. And, and of course, depending on the magnitude of the business, the capital of the business, you know, how well they're doing, are they new? Obviously, there's there's different things they can pick. So it's 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 a nice little menu to select from, different items, work for different businesses maybe differently than, than and better than others, right? Uh, That's- but there's a lot of it. And there's, I'm assuming there's also a lot of competition in this world. I mean, this is the new thing, uh, you know, and everybody is, you know, I, I see ads all the time. Everywhere on my social media, I, I get, I get a pop-ups, you know, from everything. And, you know, uh, not to mention we get all these these sponsored things that come up on onto on, on your streams. And then, then also there is the, you mentioned automation, and I'm assuming AI-based or robotic, you know, type of, Stuff. Is that what, what we refer to?
1: Oh, yeah. So there's super advanced automation using like AI or machine learning technology and all of that. But there's also more simple, like the simplest form of marketing automation would be something like an email autoresponder. So if somebody submits your contact form and that triggers an automatic email that just says, Thank you for contacting us. We'll get back to you as soon as we can.
0: And that will be also similar to when you go to somebody's website and, you know, you leave the website and then they're like, hey, you left something. What happened? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's those right. You get some, you know, you, you find some some sites that actually immediately if you just check something out and you, you leave or you close that the browser, they, they'll just send you a quick, you know, a bleep yeah, and say, hey,
1: notification. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or they, they even give you like a, a discount thing. Hey, you know, hey put your email and we can get you some stuff. So those are all, I guess, you know, marketing, te- digital marketing tactics yes. uh, that I use. Now I'm assuming the agency does all of that. Right? That's right. Okay. And um, now, now for somebody in, in any industry um, that wants to utilize this variety of, of choices that you just mentioned, how do they get to, like, if you were to, if we were in a company right now and I was to to, to have a dialogue with you about, Potentially having you as as my uh, marketing digital marketing company, what would be things that I should be asking for, or what would be things that will be you know uh, that would need to have for you to to actually give me a successful campaign, for example, or multiple campaigns.
1: Yeah, so one of the most important things is to actually know what you want. So you should be really clear about what your goals are and what you want to achieve, because this is like the basis of everything that a digital marketing company can do for you. So they're gonna plan the strategies and the tactics that they're gonna use and which channels that they're gonna focus on, all based on your goals and what can give you the best results to achieve those goals. And then the second uh, most important thing is to really know your target audience. So you have to really know who you're trying to reach and who you're trying to target. So we can do a great job and target the right people for you that your marketing messages resonate
0: with so you can see the best results. So that could be geo, geo access type of, of mapping. It could be age group, economic you know, uh, type okay. of situation, all that stuff. So you use all those metrics to determine you know what is the proper audience. But again, for someone that, think that like, listen, sounds all good. I want it all, right? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a price tag, right, obviously, to, to everything. Uh, if you were to quantify the cost of digital marketing compared to traditional marketing, mm-hmm. how does that, you know, compare? Because a lot of people probably ask the question. I've, I've actually used agencies myself in, in my real world. I mean, I mean this is my site world, but in, in my uh, day, day work or day job. You know we do work with marketing and you know there's usually a menu like when we have a proposal i mean it's a pretty much a diversified portfolio of things that we do uh, from print billboards ads radio bus shelters you know whatever you name it and of course digital social uh you know uh email campaign and each one of those has its own type of merit and its own type of return uh on on investment type of thing so so uh, what would be that that balance And, and and what what would it be the obviously you do all digital i'm assuming you don't do any traditional but i'm sure that's that's competition as well so what how do you fare against that
1: Yeah, so like you've already said, uh, you you never want to put all of your eggs in one basket. So you want to focus on different things and do everything that makes sense for you. So you want to have different campaigns that incorporate different digital marketing channels and you choose what's the best uh, for that business. And digital marketing in comparison to traditional marketing is just a lot more cost effective because you know exactly what you're getting. Like if you um if you publish a Facebook ad, you can see how many impressions you've gotten, how many people you've reached, um, how many people engage with your ad, how many people click through, and so on. If you had an ad in a magazine, you you have like a, you know, like a number of how many copies of that magazine that they might sell, but you never know exactly. So yeah, people you've reached. So you don't have that tracking aspect. You don't get all of the metrics and all of the analytics. And with digital marketing, everything is just so transparent and you can um, strategically work with it a lot better. That makes it a lot more cost-effective.
0: So obviously when you do regular traditional, I mean, there's usually phone numbers or there's some, some codes that, you know, when they're telemarketing involved, you know, people have to go if they go online they'll have to put in a code so this way you can track your your campaigns and initiatives based on which medium which you know uh media campaign was which print paper radio all that stuff uh with with anything social with anything digital to your point you have a, a whole insights type of section that you can literally get graphs and you know now some people may not know how to navigate that i mean there's two plays like free facebook there's two plays, there's impressions they sound good but a lot of th- those things Sometimes to 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 me personally, I mean, sales and marketing, so I get a little bit of it. But there are the common folks that may not know what those are, and how they they kind of work with you, and how do you quantify if this is a successful campaign or not? I mean, you can get a lot of views. What does that mean to you? Uh, You know, I mean, are they going? What's the call to action? Right? You know, uh, that's another uh, you know big thing, deliverable that should happen every time you have uh, any type of marketing. Right? So what do you say to that?
1: That's right. So a successful campaign is a campaign that makes you more money than you've invested into it. Simple as that. (laughs) So you might be getting success by your ROI. Um, And of course, you need to put something into that machine, so to speak, to get more clients and more customers and more sales out of it for your business. So you need those impressions and, and the views and everything. But at the end of the day, you don't want to focus too much on them and get caught up with those vanity metrics. Because like I said, what counts is if it promotes your business and if it makes you more money, um, if it just gets you a ton of likes and a ton of uh, subscribers that never buy anything from you. um, Yeah, you you don't increase the value of your business and you're not growing your business and achieving uh, something economically right there.
0: So, so your agency, for example, would literally, you know, discuss those details with the actual, I guess, client uh, and business. And then you, you guys to tailor type of, you know, a certain, you know, campaign based on budget and metrics and so on and so forth. And then you monitor the effectiveness of it as well, you know, and the results. And ultimately, to your point, if the results are not there, you know, the clients not going to be very pleased. Right. <laughs> so we want to make sure that there is a deliverable that there is to your point a healthy return on investment for whatever that campaign would be. Now, um, I have a different question now, and this is something that I've, I've experienced personally. Uh, you know, it is aggressive. You know, digital marketing is pretty aggressive. And again, not only you see it everywhere, but even in, in your inbox sometimes. I mean, there's junk mail, there's spam, there's all kinds of stuff. How do you, you know, kind of work through that? And I can tell you, for example, in some of the... Um, platforms and I can, I can speak, you know, clearly about, for example, I, I use LinkedIn a lot, uh, amongst others, but in LinkedIn, I get a lot of, you know, uh, almost, uh, cookie cutter type of, of introductions and what, what, what baffles me a little bit, especially being in sales and marketing and understanding the audience and standing you know, the needs and, and, and you have to know who your audience is. I get, I get folks that may have nothing to do with what I do. You know and trying to connect i mean connecting is one thing networking you never know right there's opportunities as a matter of fact i was going to do a whole show just about that <laughs> because because i, I find it a little bit kind of you know for me i i can swallow it i can move on with it but there are people that get upset like you know stop sending me a job mail stop stop you know just getting on my inbox right and you know I, on the flip side I, I happened to one time used you know a, a digital campaign and uh, it was on facebook and it was approved and the campaign uh, was global, so because uh, you know, for the channel, it was just uh, we were. I was looking for candidates to do a debate, and so I get this, this you know, people from a different part of the world, and they sent me this, this comment, you know, stop, you know, bombarding, you know, my, you know, um, wall on Facebook, you know, they were upset. So I, and I'm being nice, by the way, just you know, that's not exactly what they said. <laughs> they they were a little bit less uh, you know, courteous on on their their comments, but so so. In the campaign, is there a way to actually prevent that or maybe um, avoid some of that? Uh, because, for example, in the Facebook context, you know, it's global. You pick up, you know, a different target audience, uh, you know, a nation or various states or whatever. And then it's it just keeps you know, popping up, you know, to those folks in their, their feed. And some people get upset. Now, for me, I get stuff all the time you know, especially on on Facebook type, you know, or or Instagram, you get pop-ups, you know, it's okay. I see them, you scroll up, it's not your thing, you move on. And LinkedIn is a little different because it's personalized, it comes into your message. And so now it's like, hey, uh, you got an invitation, next thing you know, you got a whole list, you know, check out my stuff or, you know, can we talk about this? But someone has not, because it's automated, they're not doing their research, right? They're not actually looking at like, well, what is your background? What do you do for that company? Some do, but a lot of them don't. And I can tell you, it gets to a point you don't respond to those. So, so the return on investment now becomes very fuzzy from that side, because if I don't respond to you, you didn't get anything. You know, it just, I mean, obviously from the, the analytics you know, portion of it, I'm sure they see that there's no, no, I don't know what the call to action was, but at that point I get a message, I don't respond to it. Whoever sent that message or that campaign probably sent it to many people but they're not getting responses. So, so how do we tackle that and, and, and make it a little bit less intrusive and also uh, more productive?
1: Yes, absolutely. So, that's by marketing automation, basically. They're not personalizing it, they're not doing their research and they're just bothering people and they're doing cold outreach to a cold audience who doesn't know anything about them. So, even if it was personalized and a little bit more, you know, creative and more high quality, um, why would someone be ready to buy from them immediately? Or, you know, a lot of people even include like a link to their calendar and want you to schedule a meeting with them. Yeah, that's
0: the one. That's a big one. <laughs>
1: people are super pushy. So the answer is just don't be pushy. Just don't be salesy and just don't be intrusive. And don't market to cold audiences. Market to warm audiences. And you warm your audiences up if they have had a couple of experiences and interactions with your brand before and they know your content, they've consumed any piece of content from you and they've heard of you. So you get a chance to build trust and to raise awareness and to showcase your expertise as well through your through your content organically, so it's not like cold outreach. Who is this person? This is called inbound marketing, and the opposite will be outbound marketing, which is just calling people up out of the blue, just uh, interrupting them in their in their day and just being intrusive or sending people direct messages via LinkedIn. Um, all those kind of tactics are. Bad and you have to have a huge volume to get even a little result back because like you said, most people don't even reply reply or block them or whatever because it's just really bad marketing um, versus if you would actually take time out of your day to do your research and try to get to know the person and actually care about them, follow them for a while, interact with the content for a while and see who they actually are and what they post. And you know, just comment and engage before you pitch. You would increase your chances of success so much more. Red right? people are just impatient. They don't want to wait. <clears throat> they want short-term gratification or whatever, and they rather just you know send out marketing messages in bulk and just see whatever they whatever they get back. Yeah, because I don't know.
0: That's <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So yeah. so I'm I'm smiling because you mentioned something about bad marketing and it's like just outbound calling just you know cold calling that reminds me of the telemarketing the old telemarketing where people just you know keep ringing and even now there's still telemarketing i have actually uh, a robo app that blocks all those things with funny messages and <laughs> people stop calling you. but 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 literally um before i i used to make this joke when we do training especially sales teams and you know i say uh, especially when you have a telesales unit and and you say, you guys hate telemarketing, it's like, yeah, well, guess what? Now you're one of them. <laughs> so, so telemarketing has always been you know looked at as a as not a very comfortable situation. Whether you're calling, this was when you did actually physically. Now they just went from you know, personalized, you type of call where you just dial in a number uh, from a list. Now you just basically have a, a feed of, of a list that you just you know bombard their intake or then the inbox. And, uh, you know, ultimately that is not, uh, to your point, very productive. And, um, but now the question is, I have not noticed this, uh, you know, the surge until more recently. Now, just a little bit more, you know, I mean, you'd say COVID maybe, but before COVID, I, you know, I started seeing the strength. Three four years ago, you know, I re- I literally got people that were actually connected with you, and they actually knew you, and they they know exactly what you're you do for a living, and then when they, they reach out to you, you'd see that there is some 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 connection there. There's, there's definitely that, that that there's a relationship that, that can be built. But when there's someone that just sent you you know something about their service, and you and that service had nothing in common, you know, it just kind of like okay whatever. So so it just stays there, and. I think you just point out the point right now the, the clearly that, hey, do you want just to cost yourself money, send a whole bunch of stuff that you don't get any return investment on? And simply that's really what, what's going to happen. So, again, my message personally to all the, the sales and marketing folks out there uh, and businesses, you know, if you're going to do something about it, make sure that you do tailor it to the correct audience. You warm up the audience and that audience has to have something, a need. So you can get the correct stuff. Now maybe you get lucky and you get someone that may respond. Now, networking is another story. If it's a networking opportunity, that's good. Cause I know you, you know somebody, and ultimately through a referral opportunity, we might be able to connect something. There's always some something that can come out of a relationship, right? But but when you do it that way and you just kind of like go to cold turkey, as we would call it, <laughs> and there's no action out there, and basically you just, you know, wasting your time and you get frustrated too, because you're not getting any return. So that was just my quick little, I wanted to say this, you know, before, you know, in a different show, but this came in as in a good time because we're all discussing this topic and it is valuable because, I mean, it, ultimately people live in their phone right now, their tablet, more phone than tablet, I would say. <laughs> and, you know, even at work, I mean, you live in your computer for the most part and uh, every, everybody. Has you know at least a few accounts in, in all these type of you know uh, platforms and some of those are more active than others you know and of course you have mentioned Snapchat now TikTok is the new thing happening uh, YouTube is a big deal uh, you know I mean all of them uh, you got Periscope Twitter I mean there's so many right and every one of them has its own audience uh, Vimeo, uh, uh, Vimeo I think that's a new uh, platform for videos and stuff and content and so these are all places where you can share good stuff and of course. There is an audience for everyone, as I was saying, there's everyone for every type of product, and there is a, a product for everyone, right? So, so at the end of the day, there is opportunity. And so, so for you guys as an agency, um, you obviously open to, to anyone that's willing to deal with you, obviously. You're selling services, and you, know, you want to keep you know, doing that effectively. Uh, there are agencies, and there are agencies. That's the other thing that I was saying. Now, I know you, you, don't, you don't want to talk, you know, negative about anybody, but I'm not going to talk about negativity here, but at the end, the end of the day, we just want to see like, what would be something that as a business, when I select an agency or I select someone to to run my campaigns, to look for specifically from that agency, is it time in the industry? Is it there? Is there any metric that can, you know, other than the reviews, because, the reviews can be a little bit you know, manu- manipulated too. So I'm not gonna go there, but you know, there are tricks to everything, right? Uh, but but like what would be a good way to gauge a company A versus a company B to actually select uh, yeah. in your own perspective.
1: Yeah, so. A lot of things can be easily manipulated like reviews and even like the number of years of experience doesn't mean that they're super passionate about what they're doing and they're staying up to date with everything because the digital world changes so fast. Nothing is like it was even two, three, four years ago. So um, if you're not constantly keeping up with uh, what's new and you're using state-of-the-art technologies, um, so that doesn't necessarily mean that you're good at what you're doing just because you've been doing it for decades, for example. What you would have to look for is that someone really wants to get to know your business and they want to learn everything about your business to fully understand your industry and your goals and your target audience and they're really interested in helping you. Then make sure that the agency practices what they preach Do they have a good online presence? Do they have a website that's mobile friendly and loads fast and looks professional? What about their uh, social media, you know? Do they get a lot of engagement? Do they even like know what they're doing and talking about? So just look for proof, look for social proof, um, make sure that they're out there and, you know, there's actual proof that they have that expertise. Make sure that you see case studies and you see success stories of um, uh, similar businesses, preferably of similar businesses uh, that are similar to your business. And um, yeah, make sure that they focus on like a collaboration process and they don't you know, promise you like a completely hands-off experience and you have no idea what it is that they're actually been doing. So yeah, make sure that there's regular meetings. Um, they document everything. Good documentation and project management is crucial. Um, you need to have access to your data and, and see your numbers and be able to get reports whenever you wanna see them. And you should know how they're spending your budget uh, and what they're doing with it um, at any point in time. Um, yeah, make sure it's like a collaboration. You have good customer service, ask for their availabilities uh, when, they, when they work. So they're always um, reachable and uh, yeah make sure they're, they're using the technology, they're using the right software that's professional to, to help you out in the best possible way. That's the things that you should
0: be looking for. Well, that's a question now for someone that, that, don't know, that doesn't know the difference between what's a good software versus not. How would I differentiate that? You know, it would be a little difficult for me that you can easily tell me this is the best thing that happened, I'm like, well, I took your word for it. You know? So now a quick question, um, a new business. Doesn't matter what industry. Um, ultimately, they usually have capital flow, and you know, and 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 you know, there's there's limitation in what they can do. I mean, you, your campaigns can go crazy, right? But but what would you recommend to a small business that needs to get their you know uh, products or services out there, uh, but in a cost-effective way? Uh, are there packages that are available in that aspect that can meet those needs, um, or you know, there, is there a minimum that uh, a company must have? And is it a frequency that the company has to maintain because I can do a good campaign and I do a quick blitz right there and then, and then I die out and then basically that may not have the impact and the results that we'd like to achieve. What would you say to that and, and what would be the recommendation for somebody that is a new business, for example?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I would recommend to focus on inbound marketing and creating organic content if you don't have large budgets to spend on advertising. So you want to create content and you want to leverage anything that's free, like social media or like SEO, which is organic, anything that you don't have to pay for and just leverage that to the fullest. And see it as an opportunity that things like that even exist. Yes, it's competitive and it's not easy. But back in the day of traditional marketing, you wouldn't even have the chance to compete with the large corporations and their million or billion dollar budgets. But now you can for free on things like social media and uh, search engines and build your email list, build your own audience that you own yourself and leverage digital marketing um, tactics that involve all of that so yeah just leverage that to the fullest word of mouth marketing that's free over deliver and always give your clients great results so they spread the word and inquiry encourage sharing and yeah make the most out of everything that you can make anything of
0: (laughs) good so now you as an agency um you actually do the creative too right so there is the the campaigns and, and all the the tools but there's also the creativity or the creative portion of the business right now when you, so what do you guys have in terms of creative potential I mean, what what do you do I mean do you do as do you do uh audio video photo all, all of the above you know what kind of you know things you have available all
1: of that so we do everything from web design to web development to graphic design um audio podcasting video um any creative art creatives uh writing Anything
0: like that, yes. Good, so you're a full-service full type of, of agency, and, and you'll, you'll basically deliver that across whoever the industry, whoever the customer or the client be, right? Uh, now, going back to the previous question, in terms of time frame, you know, ultimately, you know, small budget, you know, but, but will be a good frequency to really see some result. Because a lot of people think if I just put an ad, and do a little bit of a sponsor on, on Facebook or this and that, will that yield any results? Or is there a formula to really get and in, in, in reaching out a, a certain amount of people when you get that critical mass where you can start getting some action? So yeah. is there anything that, I, I'm, of course, I don't want you to tell me all the secrets sauce here, but, but certainly just the highlights of, you know, what will be something that is valuable? Yes,
1: yeah, so that's a general misconception. I guess you could say that people expect results overnight but nothing happens overnight. It takes time and you've got to do a lot of testing and figure out what's working for you because there's no such thing as like just copying and pasting like a cookie cutter template that you sometimes see those groups advertising like here's my proven funnel you can buy it here and then use it for your business that doesn't work you have to tailor and customize everything and you want to oh, almost make it like a one-on-one conversation with that person. So you really speak to them because everybody is bombarded with ads and marketing messages all day, every day online. And that's how you stand out if you're different and you're personal and you're human. So that is just super, super important. And it takes Uh, Depending on the marketing strategy, it can take six months up to 12 months until you've tweaked everything so you find the process and the system that works for you um, and you're, you're seeing results that really move the needle. So you definitely need to be patient and it also builds up over time so your marketing becomes stronger and stronger over time and it's like that snowball effect that builds up. Like for example, you invest in SEO. Then over the weeks and months, more and more blog articles of yours start to rank in Google and attract more and more traffic over time. And you piggy bank little, you know, little uh, traffic numbers from from a couple of keywords, and then after months. it's combined together like the snowball effect, like I said, and you see more results. Same with like, if you're building your email list, you get more and more subscriptions and then you you don't get 10,000 subscribers overnight. Same with anything, you can't just get into video marketing, post your first video on YouTube and expect like 10,000 f- views in like the first week. It um, takes time and that content that you put out there um, organically It stays out there and it stays, you know, it continues to work for you and work for your business and promotes your business 24/7, every day, you know, all day, every day, even at night while you sleep, someone can find it, um, and then watch it and then come to your website and buy from you or, or yeah, find, find that article, click on it, read it, um, and then buy a product or service from you. So yeah, it builds up over time. And you have to be patient with
0: it. Well, you just mentioned two key items that I'd, I'd like to highlight. One is um, people do visit your site. And they might visit the site multiple times. I mean, I do it. I go to the site. I review it. Then I, I, I favorite it somewhere. I put it or you know, or forward it somewhere where I can catch up with it later. You get back to it. Maybe you go the second time. 20. So sometimes it's not instant. You go into the site and you're just going to purchase or order a service. right? It takes time. So that, that's the first item. Now, you mentioned uh, two other items that are probably misconceptions. Uh, one is, you said, you, know, you put a video and you're on YouTube when you're a multimillionaire already because that's what's happening on YouTube, right? It's a big competition, right? And everybody thinks that I'm gonna go in there, I'm just gonna be a part on YouTube, and you know, I'm gonna become you know, the next big hit on YouTube, right? All the, the top YouTubers right now have probably spent you a know, few years and, I, and I've watched a lot of them, you know, talking about how it started. It took them two, three years, even five years before they got to where they are today. And, and it, it's a lot of work. It's not like, you know, it's overnight. Then you also mentioned the, the Google ranking, for example. YouTube ranking, all these platforms, they do have algorithms that actually get someone to the next level. And as you build the audience, certainly things will happen. And then you start moving up in, 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 in the platforms. And then eventually you get to a pool where your content is really attractive enough that people will actually start getting it. So, so most of the people may not know that there are all these different things in place before you can just see any success. So the, again, the message is use an agency that knows what they're doing, one, to make sure they understand that it's not going to be uh, an overnight success. I mean, this is, unless you're a company that's already like super established it doesn't matter what you put out there. You have a new product. You just promote it. You're already out there. Here's an audience. But if you're a new name or uh, somebody that's building a company, it should take time and that should be expected, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And make sure that they don't promise you unrealistic things and yeah, promise you fast success because they, they wouldn't be able to keep that promise.
0: So, So one key question. For someone, what would be like a small budget to start with a campaign on a month-to-month basis for someone? So if there's someone out there that has a small business that want to make it happen, maybe there's an opportunity to, to put aside some dollars that are dedicated, which you should as a business to have marketing dollars uh, and, and a budget for, for any season, right? Uh, again, right now we're in the holiday season, so there's, there's got to be some marketing dollars for this. It's a big time to shop, right? Uh, and also provide services so what would be a recommended number obviously that there could be any number from large company companies small company. but if you are a startup and in your first couple of years to be effective at least you need to spend a, a, a dollar based on your experience what could be that amount if, if yeah. you,
1: so to be able to see results in a reasonable amount of time investing like a thousand dollars a month up to like fifteen seventeen hundred dollars a month is like a good um yeah guidelines for-
0: is what they should calculate with so again there you go so so it, it, it's not it's not pennies it, it, it does you have to have a plan you do have to have a strategy and you know marketing is is a an industry it's own. it is there's a lot of pieces of marketing again i i can speak by ex- by my experience i mean i i run sales and marketing so i i'm, I'm a little familiar with this but but even with with my expertise. We still use, you know, agencies that do this on a day-to-day basis. I mean, that's the bottom line. There is an expert at every level, and you do need to to find the right folks to do the right thing for you to get the right results. And uh, again, doesn't matter what industry. Now, in my world of healthcare insurance world, I mean, we do use a lot of, you know, digital marketing. We do use traditional marketing. Uh, and there's always opportunity there. And uh, I know, Yona, know, we talked about potentially uh, seeing how you know some of the Potential ways to to market, for example, in the healthcare industry, is there even a difference? Does it matter? I mean, these 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 you know mediums or ways of marketing pretty much are standard across. Uh, the content may vary, right? You know, from an industry to the other, but or the audience also may vary. But at the end of the day, the, the, the way to market these these are all ways to do it, and each one of them can be as just as valuable and uh, potential, right? Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, there are specifications and differences from industry to industry. And yeah, there's some things that are special about any industry. I think what's, um, what's noteworthy here to mention for the healthcare industry and the medical industry is that it can have a huge impact on people's lives. So a lot of platforms have stricter guidelines when it comes to those industries. For example, if you want to advertise on Facebook, you have to be really, really careful with the claim that you're making because it can affect people's health. So uh, yeah, that's really important. Also um, on Google, for example, they rank websites and, uh, and the search results to health and medical related terms, uh, only websites that are very authoritative and there's, you know, actual doctors and people who have that expertise to to write about those things. So. You know, people with bad intentions who want to scam people and sell their wonder pills or or whatever. Um, you know, don't rank there and 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 can make money out of that. And yeah, basically hurt people's health.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny you said that because I uh, I just posted something I think last night. Um, uh, so CMS, the Centers uh, Center for Medicare and Medicare Services, they actually put these bulletins, and um, one of the biggest thing now with with COVID vaccine. Uh, you know there's there's that big watch you know fraud you know and fraudulent you know emails and things hey you know we can save your life you know uh, we got this 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 uh you know vaccine available down the block you know all these things so especially for the seniors and the senior market that is a big deal and uh you know so that that those types of uh i guess bulletins and those types of you know um, flash <laughs> notes to the, the public are important because people tend to take advantage of any situation. And and there's always, when there's a catastrophe, there's always somebody that wants to do. Some of it's legit, some of it is not. And you know, you get always scams and things that come up. Uh, And I think digital marketing is an easy way to actually create those those, uh, opportunities. And of course, being with an agency that understands those regulations is a key because like everything else, if the agency does not know the rules, you know, and, they might be not be as liable as you, as, as the company. And so there's legal liabilities. If somebody gets affected in your in their health, God forbid, you know, everybody gets under you know, some sort of a, uh, litigation that is unnecessary. Uh, and that's not something we would recommend. So from, again, from the health platform that we are, you know, it's important that you know, whatever we apply in the digital world or the marketing has to always be you know, uh, conform to the regulations. Again, I was mentioning about our industry in the insurance world, especially in the government programs, uh, and working with the regulators, uh, one of the key things. I mean, we have everything has to be compliant. Everything has to be proved, you know, uh, by com- proved by by, by uh, approved by compliance and by the actual uh, regulatory agencies, whether it's the Department of Health or the actual uh, CMS, uh, before it's even in the marketplace. Even our ads have to go through these scrutiny, you know, processes. And that's important. And again, that goes to every hospitals, pharmacies, pharmaceutical companies. I mean, pharmaceutical companies have to go through all these disclaimers and then they're running quickly, blah, blah, blah. blah. You know, it's crazy. Some people say like, well, why do they have to tell us about all the bad side effects? Well, that's because that's (laughs) regular. You have to tell people about risks, you know? So, but then if the company is not legit or they're using mediums that are not correct, or they're not savvy enough, you might fall in the trap and then Become liable for issues that you didn't have to deal with, especially if you're a startup, you know, uh, you know, type of you know uh, project or, or business. So again, that's just uh, a quick note on 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 the health piece of it because that is a big you know component, believe it or not, in 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 the scheme of things. So Monique, uh, your agency, um, how available are you guys, and how can someone reach out to you and utilize your services?
1: We are available almost anywhere. So you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Our website is dragon-digital-marketing.com. There you can also find a lot of helpful resources and learn more and reach out to us through that.
0: And we have you, Monique, now. You're the point, (laughs) the access point for us, right? That's right. For for the the, the audience watching today or listening on the radio. Uh, So again... Um, Monique is is, is our contact and again, Dragon Digital Marketing um, in Florida, but they market, you know, anywhere, everywhere. (laughs) The internet internet exists, I'm assuming, right? And the good news about the internet is worldwide, you know, everywhere, you know, I mean, you can have international products, you can have international services, uh, you can be, you know, segmented in a particular geographic area, it doesn't matter. Uh, And, again as as mentioned earlier they do a little bit of everything so uh again I do welcome Monique. Uh, thank you, for, first of all, Monique, for 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 the opportunity to be on the the show and share with us a little bit of the intel and the backgrounds and all the different things that people should consider when they think digital marketing. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure some folks that are listening in for the first time they might hear about all the the different things that may be in the back end because we all know, like you know, there's an ad. Okay, so what does that mean? How does it work? I mean, there's more to it, right? And obviously, we cannot cover everything in about half hour of our time. You know, there's more to this. I mean people People, you know, study these things for years and they actually have to build some experience in the, the context of, of, of me, media in general and especially in the digital world. So, um, uh, Monique, any last words and, uh, you know, any last recommendation?
1: Yeah, always stay positive. And I think that the health industry and medical industry is one of the few lucky industries that have a lot of potential for growth during those crazy times, so that's a positive thing. And if you're marketing your healthcare business, always stay positive and draw a picture of how people's new, better life would look like. So you always wanna delight people and not make them feel bad or old or sick or fat or anything like that. So keep that in mind, so for example, instead of saying, um, I don't know, lose lose your pouch, say, Uh, feel fit and fantastic in 10 minutes a day or something like that. So that would be a a marketing tip for the, for the healthcare industry in particular for me.
0: Well, Monique.
1: Great experience. You want a positive experience and um, elicit a positive feeling in people, you know, because it also increases your brand value. If you have this emotional connection and you leave people Feeling better, how people expect to be treated from you when they call you on the phone, which is why they buy from buy from you and develop a liking for you. So that's really important. You can really differentiate yourself if you're not like everybody else pressing on pain points.
0: That is an excellent point. As a matter of fact, I believe in those rules. I mean, uh, in my world, we I just had a training literally today, and we talked about you know the experience of the customer and it's all about that because at the end of the day, there's a lot of products out there. There's a lot of services out there and they all kind of preach the same thing, but the difference is who delivers and who just talks and, and who really takes it to the next level and make a difference in people's lives versus just like, a, you're just another customer. And when you have that customer based focus, then you'll get all the results and the successes, There almost guaranteed. Of course, not overnight, but you'll build there. I mean, trust is not something that gets, you know, earned over, you know, two minutes takes time to build trust and you know people have to test you they have to check on you they have to hear it and the more the word is out the buzz is out there about you and your content and who you are then the more you're going to get the excitement in the industry in the industry as well as in the, the public eye and with that you know we will close our you know our show tonight um you know hurricane H here uh thank you for watching the iHealth channel and listening on iHealth radio thank you Monique uh Monique for again digital marketing Uh, And uh, we look forward to the next show and the next guest. Uh, Stay safe out there. And I would say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays for anyone that's watching this show. And uh, goodbye for now.